it would be impossible for me to count how many times in my life I have been asked where my accent is from. Funnily enough, it is very likely that my accent, all of the times that I have been asked, has been from wherever it is that I was feeling. I have, for most of my life, hated my voice. Being neurodivergent and incredibly sensitive sound most of all. The manner in which I have communicated verbally has never been something that I have felt any great pride in. In fact, most of the things that I have ever felt prideful in were probably irresponsibly so. But I have been efforting towards a amalgamation of people and presences who inspire me and who I, whose voices I have always adored. And this place, the voice that I am speaking to you in now, is my favorite because it is a modulated sound. For the first time in my life, there's a space between what I am feeling and the sound coming out of my mouth. And that is something that has happened very rarely. The voice is a very interesting, interesting, interesting mechanism and instrument and system. And it's a muscular structure. And if I had known that at any point before I did, this transition to a voice I'm less afraid to be heard is something that might have happened sooner. When I'm reading, I have the brain power to modulate how I'm saying certain things so that there's less excitement behind how much I enjoy these topics and more expertise with them. When I have to think about what I'm going to say and modulate the way I'm saying it, it's very difficult still at this point. It's, but I guess that is... <laughs> Huberman would tell us, right, that that is the absolute point. That means I'm learning. Oh, it's annoying. <laughs> and so with all of that being said, I am going to read you the last page of a book I just wrapped up whose author I hope to have on here as a guest. And squelch my imposter syndrome and nerves by keeping this introduction short and to somewhat of a cohesive point. About haptics, which is a term used for tactile sensation. I have often said that I am touched deeply by the world. My senses render my experience incredibly tactile, from sound to taste to sight. This next passage expresses a way that happens. Laura Marx explains that such a mode of haptic criticism involves a perceptual process that generates folds in the world, and hence allows for haptic points of contact upon which surfaces touch. Each time we express something we have perceived of the world, we make a fold in its thickness, 
wave folds in the brain permit chemical communication among its surfaces. One of my favorite metaphors from quantum physics is that the universe is like a great surface that has been infinitely folded together until points that were unfathomably distant in space-time come to touch each other. She goes on, I once watched someone make a strudel, beginning with a pliant sheet of dough. So thin it was translucent that it covered the top of a large table and then folding and folding until those thin layers pressed close together in a dense roll. The universe is like a strudel, each time we perceive something, we acknowledge the continuity between its many layers. Such a haptic approach of folding and refolding with its concomitant proliferation of surfaces once again seeks to increase the surface area of experience, and hence the kinds of contact points between the materials of perception, expression, language, and various bodies that occupy the material world predicated on a sensuous apprehension of the materials at hand, but also their manipulation through touch in a manner that seems to engender a proportion of there being a whole universe within its figurative material folds. I very much understand the idea of there being a universe inside of anything. It is what I tried to convey. Thank you for reading and listening and watching my little process of being just that. Until next time.